0: You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley-MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and Burn Your Manual, this book that defines our expectations of self but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, friends. It is Kathy Whaley, MD, and you're back on the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. Today, we're going to tackle a big topic. Today, we're going to talk about worthiness. By definition, Worthiness is a quality of being good enough or deserving of something. I think most of us have an underlying sense of unworthiness, though we may not recognize it. But if you are sitting here believing that you aren't worthy or you aren't deserving of something like self-care, I'm going to ask you, why is that? So we're inherently born worthy. No one looks at a newborn baby and says, you're unworthy until you earn it. If that's how society functioned, all babies would die. So how did we get here? I have a few thoughts about this. We are conditioned to value other people's opinions. And I can just say, especially in the South. Did you hail from a family who said, but what will the neighbors think? What will the church family think, etc." You create your core beliefs based on environment and peers. So, there's no surprise that you may have core beliefs that are stemming from your family or environment and that would impact your sense of worthiness. So, those are things in your past that might have gotten you where you are. But then, social media also tells us whether we're worthy who's worthy, and what they look like. They're the only mofos in the magazine. And although the social media or magazine isn't necessarily saying, well, you aren't worthy, as a society, we naturally compare ourselves to others. And when we don't see similarities, we assume that we must not be worthy because we aren't like them. So why is it a problem to feel unworthy? Besides the fact that it feels like crap, here's the problem. When we don't inherently feel worthy, we take actions in search of external validation of our worthiness right we can't find the evidence within us so we try to find something external to give the evidence the actions that we are taking may not truly reflect our visions goals desires directions instead we do things like we people please to be worthy we say yes when we want to say no And the end result is we don't show our true authentic selves. We bury it deep inside and the distance with who we are authentically just increases. And in return, we reinforce our own feelings of unworthiness. And here's the other thing. Unworthiness and imposter syndrome go hand in hand. So I'm gonna give you an example. I never perceived that I struggled with whether I was worthy or not. But I understand now, as I look back, that the way in which I lived my life reflected a sense of being less worthy than, less deserving of. And I have seen that repeatedly in very simple things, such as whether I spoke up about a restaurant preference. If I deferred to the person I was with, even though I really wanted to say, no, I don't want to go eat there. I was people-pleasing. And I was people-pleasing because... I needed them to like me and to have positive interactions with them to help me feel worthy, to help me like myself. I frankly, even as a new mom, would often prioritize my son having all of some particular food Even if it was something that I really liked. But in my mind, he should have more of it. Now look, I know that we do things for our kids and we sacrifice for our kids. But I mean, I'm talking about giving him the 12 ounce container of raspberries versus me having four or five raspberries of it. Pretty sure I could have had four or five raspberries and it would have been fine. But we get into that mode of not seeing that we're equally worthy of having the raspberries or of expressing our opinions and finding a restaurant that we both like. And just because I went into this coaching realm doesn't mean that struggles of worthiness don't still come up. I'll tell you that when I started contemplating going to become a certified physician coach, I really clearly remember thinking, who am I to be a coach? Who would want to hire me as their coach? And I didn't ask myself those questions from like a place of self-loathing. It wasn't that. It was more of a, what makes me so special that someone would choose me? And so, again, that is where that imposter syndrome really came up for me. Of, you know, I've never done this. There's bound to be much better people out there that are more qualified. I mean, whatever kind of mind drama I could have... I had it. Now, I've thought a lot about this. This circumstance in particular, where I was signing up for coach certification and literally asking myself, like, who am I to be a coach? Why would someone choose me? I thought about this of really what, how do I define Worthiness, And I realized that for me, and I imagine many healthcare professionals, worthiness is really tied to success or achievement. And so when I was pursuing being a physician, at every step of mastery, that was a point of feeling worthy. So when I finished medical school, and I was officially a physician, I somehow felt worthy for that milestone. But then it started all over again, and I was an intern, and I didn't know shit, and I felt unworthy. But by the time I had finished residency, then I felt worthy again. Then I started fellowship, and I didn't know anything about prescribing methadone. And so I felt unworthy. And then by the end, I had finished fellowship and passed my boards and I felt worthy. So there were all of these external milestones like passing my board exams or getting a diploma that were all tied to my sense of worthiness and almost a marker for that. So when I was looking at this coach certification, at that point I had done enough coaching that finishing a program and becoming a certified coach actually didn't fit the bill for me in terms of defining my worthiness. But I was still really struggling to find an internal sense of worthiness and that I deserved to do this even though it's what I was passionate about. So in the coaching world, when you have a thought that is really a question, you are to really push yourself to answer your own question. And if you don't really know, you just guess. So in the pursuit of my own internal worthiness, I had asked myself, who am I to be a coach and I answered that. Well, I'm somebody who really cares about healthcare professionals and knows they're hurting and is passionate about making a difference for those people and the culture of medicine. So that was my vision. That's who I am to be doing this. Who would want to hire me? Well, frankly, there are probably plenty of people who won't want to hire me. They don't like me using foul language or I'm a little bit too direct and blunt. And that's actually okay. I will be the right coach for the right people. I don't actually have to be For everyone. And having that epiphany where I was going to be the right coach for the right people. And everybody in the whole world didn't have to want to coach with me in order for me to feel like I was doing a good job. All of a sudden, I was launching. I was off and trying to do the thing. And so here I am now, I have completed coach certification, I am coaching people, and so I'm doing the thing. Who am I to be a coach? Who would want to hire me? I'm the chick that is being a coach, and some folks have wanted to hire me. But even if nobody hired me, if all I ever did was put the message out there on social media and podcast, I would still have accomplished the same thing, which is trying to help the healthcare professionals feel better, improve their quality of life, decrease stress, Recover from burnout. Create a life they choose instead of what they autopiloted to all through training. So how do we tap into our own internal sense of worthiness? Or how do we cultivate that internal sense of worthiness? Step one is deploying compassion towards yourself who and what you are right now is enough it's plenty we gotta stop kicking our own asses if we don't we're stuck in this negative judgment cycle and we're not growing we're not changing we're just constantly putting ourselves down Step two is that we have to identify those negative questions and answer them. So remember, one of my questions was, why me? And my answer was, why not me? Why not me? And I had a friend who was doing real estate deals and she had this really amazing real estate deal fall into her lap. And she immediately went into this imposter syndrome and unworthiness. Uh, It was particularly at the beginning of her investing experience. And she's like, why me? Why am I deserving of this amazing deal? And I asked her, I was like, well, why not you? Why shouldn't you be deserving? And it was like a light bulb went off. So again... We want to answer our questions. If I were to say, why me? My answer would be, well, I'm the person who cares and is passionate and is doing it. And that's it. Step three would be evaluating your core beliefs. Those that have been founded by environment, time, experience, and decide if they truly reflect your own internal compass. Keep or dump them, right? Core beliefs are always up for debate. Just because they're there doesn't mean they can't be evicted. So if you're wanting to change, that's when we're going to practice changing our thoughts using thought models and working on tolerating the dissonance that comes with that. And once you've dumped the ones that you decided for yourself, you're going to use your own thoughts and beliefs to determine your own worthiness. It is amazing how when we consider a situation, but we plug our best friend into it, we rarely judge our best friend the same. We might tell ourselves what a piece of crap we are in this situation. But our best friend, no, we wouldn't be doing that. We'd be saying, good job. You're amazing. Now, with all of these steps, there are going to be obstacles. And although there are some personal obstacles in terms of tolerating the dissonance, I actually don't think that will be the most distressing one. I believe the most distressing one is how other people react to you when you start finding your internal sense of worthiness because you stop people pleasing and you start enforcing boundaries and people start to see who you truly are. So, some people will be sad or hurt because you were hiding yourself all this time. But then there are going to be folks that they don't like it because they were benefiting from your people-pleasing and your lack of boundaries. And they will have to come to terms with the real you and the dynamic of your relationship will need time to equilibrate. Our brains like to collect evidence. It's just natural. We have thoughts. We try to collect evidence to prove it. And so that why me may linger in the back of your head with the follow-up of what's so special about me that I'm worthy. And you may struggle to find the evidence Internally, and you might even have the craving to search external for the proof. I get it, but I'm gonna offer you why not you? What is so different about you that you aren't inherently worthy like everyone else? Where's that evidence? Because we're all inherently worthy. And if all the steps we talked about fail, you can just decide to see that you are inherently worthy because you were born that way. May we all give ourselves permission to recognize our own internal worthiness. That's all I have today for you, my friends. I hope you have an amazing week. And as always, if you would do me a favor, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you feel that it's contributing to your wellness, I would really appreciate you subscribing, or reading the podcast, or writing a review, or tagging it on social media. Whatever you can do to help me get the word out, because the Apple algorithms can be very challenging. Happy Monday, my tribe. Are you ready to start making progress forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.